0: Washington DC, signing on
1: when the science is
2: Welcome to another episode of Radio Contra, the podcast of AmericanPartisan.org, Brushbeater Training and Consulting, and brought to you by Brushbeater.store. I had a lot of people out there who have uh, asked about where I've been, what I've been doing. I was out in the great state of Montana for a few days, and I was working on some stuff out there. Uh, that I think in 2024 is is really going to rock the house um, for all of you in the Western states. I'm going to have more Western United States courses uh, on the calendar and definitely more times of the year uh, than what I previously had out in Wyoming. Now, we'll be back in Wyoming. We're not going to be doing the entire uh, uh, the, the whole thing, you know, the, all the RTO courses and the scout courses stuff, the way that I've been running it past few years, we're not going to be doing that. We're going to be modifying the schedule a little bit. Of course, I've talked about how the RTO course is becoming a three-day course. Advanced RTO is becoming a three-day course. And of course, signals intelligence has become a three-day course. Um, the very last Time that I'm going to be offering, you know, RTO, advanced RTO, and signals intelligence in a six-day block is this coming January. So again, if you want to get in on that course and you want to get all of these and you want to get that that trigger time um, at, at a at a bargain, okay, this is at a bargain. Is a thousand dollars is six days of training, all right? Six days of training, four thousand dollars is is a uh, if you look at. Um, what weekend courses typically will cost. So you're getting six days of training here, the best communications training and intelligence training on the market. Bar none. We have the best product, period. Um come see for yourself. You know, come see for yourself. I mean we we I have made a name for myself in this field. And that has been through word of mouth. Not YouTube. Not social media. None of that. Um, so anyway. There are going to be more dates though. Coming up on the calendar. Of course Wyoming is going to be in June. But Montana also. So we're going to be in Montana. Northern Montana. And, uh absolutely pristine area. In the vicinity of Cowspell. Uh, so I was checking that place out. Great, great, great training ground. I think that it, it's it's going to be uh, incredibly wonderful for everybody. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to training with you in 2024. Uh, so anyway, I've got the entire crew in here tonight. Uh, of course, we have Patriot Man first on the list, Johnny Paratrooper, Madman Actual, And the man, the myth, the legend, the tactical wisdom purveyor himself, Mr. Joe Dolio, if he can get in here, he is on a little uh, well-deserved, well-earned Thanksgiving vacation uh, at a little cabin in an undisclosed location somewhere in the wild, wild, wilds of uh, Michigan. And he doesn't really have consistent internet service, so he's been trying to get in here with us uh, when we're hanging out in the green room prior to the show. We'll see if he can get in here. But again, we're doing a uh, uh, kind of a Thanksgiving free for all. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Um, this is, of course, is in lieu of the Sons of Liberty Live because that's always on Thursday, and tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And I know that all of y'all out there are going to be passed out. From all the tryptophan and all the carbs and everything that you're going to be taking in. And of course, you know, if you're Patriot man and you're a, a somewhat functional alcoholic, you're going to be uh, passed out anyway. Uh, just just from the tryptophan and alcohol. So, you know, it's, it's you know, busting the balls. But it's true, though. I mean, it is true. So we're doing we're doing an episode tonight, of course, not recorded before the live studio audience, but in here Free fire zone, anything goes, and I'm not saying that, that we're necessarily going to be Javier Milay uh, tiers of of based, but but we're going to definitely be close, man. And uh, talking about him, man, this dude, you know. So while while uh, I was on my way back from Montana, this guy keeps popping up in the news, and I'm like, you know, Argentina. You know Argentina was like the last place I expected somebody somebody this wild from from becoming the president and uh man I'm gonna say like yin yang a lot of dude there's there's all sorts of back and forth on him like oh he's you know he uh, yeah he talks a big game but he's part of world economic Forum and Oh, you know he's he. Yeah, but he he's this and he's that, and it's like, look, man. He said, it. "Take, take a fucking win, guys. Take a fucking win." Like, look.
0: Oh, that's wild. Dude,
1: all right. Yeah, he, he went so like South good. Park to the whole world,
2: and he he's did. a member of the world. And he like he did. Look, man, the guy <laughs> can be playing. <laughs> So, so the guy could be playing a role, man. I was listening to David Knight yesterday while I was working on uh, the Signals Intelligence book, which will be out before Christmas, folks. That will, by the way, let that one slip out. Uh, we're in the final phases of, of the Signals Intelligence book, so that's going to be out before Christmas. It's my little Christmas present to all of you out there. Uh, of Making uh, Gorilla's Guide to the Balfang Radio a, a number one bestseller now for almost a year. Uh, just about, we're a week shy of a year. That thing was published on 1 December 2022. It's been a number one bestseller. Anyway, but now uh, d- this dude, man, like, take a fucking win. I was listening to David Knight, and he's like, oh, you know, he, uh, and I like David Knight, by the way. I like David Knight. He's well-spoken. He's a good guy. I agree with a lot of stuff. Did, did he. You know, I think he's, he's a ball buster on Trump a little, little bit too much say, because you know, that's the problem with us libertarians. We're never happy with anything. You're never happy with a victory, man. We keep wanting to. Libertarians want to keep looking at gift for us in the mouth, man. Like, dude, take the fucking win. But he's like, you know, oh well, he's he is the hero that that the people needed right when they wanted a hero. Nah, man, I don't know about that. Argentina has got kava kind of checkered past man when it comes to to freedoms and the liberty of the people but this dude he is uh just just based on the stuff that he says man his podcast he's got a podcast his podcast is wild i don't know if y'all seen the clips from it from his he this shit is wild dude this guy man his his rants like
0: losing his shit in like the little studio room
2: Yes, he's
0: like you, fucking statist! Yes. and like yes. waving the yellow and black flag. You yes. love that shit. That was I dude, had you no idea you had one. That's crazy. Scene. That was Bro, like he, Trump level funny.
2: Guys, no, he's, he's better than Trump, man. Like, like Trump. Trump says some funny shit, man. He he says some funny shit. Trump he knew though. Trump, he knew Trump did, a he did a good the, job
1: with the working the public.
2: Yeah. The mean tweets, man, mean oh, mean tweets, mean tweets, but bro, all the boomers that were out there talking about mean tweets, don't look Javier Javier Malaya, dude. I'm telling you, we well, so the man, sound bite,
1: the sound bite is king these days. So TikTok changed it. So Trump was tweeting when 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 Twitter had some some potency to it. And then Facebook, you could like screenshot Twitter and post it on Facebook, even though it was yeah. banned, it might get through a little bit. But but now with TikTok, they do the uh, they do they do the soundbite where it's like they pretend to like lip sync or something or dance to or act yeah, whether out. it's a
3: song or a speech or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so he put out a series of sound bites, and he's what he's giving people is. He's giving people the ammunition to load into a gun, where they can look at some person on the street, and and then you can just play over the sound bite where it's like, "You fucking liberal piece of shit, you're destroying my country, and this will exist forever. This can be used forever he for a thousand years. He calls them thousand years. Left Argentina left has forever solidified bars. themselves." <laughs> They're a seven nation. This is like the president of Russia. This is like Putin waking up in the morning and one day being like, "You know what? Fuck all of these motherfuckers," and then just letting it out for about ten minutes. Like love- it's, it's
3: it's funny. No, but it's funny you say that because like people who have never seen like I don't have TikTok, but I've seen the ones that people have sent to me. A lot of times they're loaded up to YouTube Shorts. It's this. It's exactly that. It's them doing the lip sync to a voiceover. Yeah, and so like I didn't know that this guy did this. Like I, I didn't know about a week ago. Like he I can't imagine the shit he, he said.
1: Told him to do this. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead.
3: I, no, no, no. Like I just can't imagine the, the the. You're right. Whoever told him to do this like deserves the social media award, right? Because just like they knew how to get viral, just like Trump knew how to get viral with the tweets. That's great. But this is a whole new yeah. generation of one the, the, happened have each other with okay. a TikTok yeah. it's I so. didn't know he did that and now tomorrow while I'm bored I'm going to be looking up as many of these as possible just to watch them
1: Oh, you it's going to be memes, it's going to be sound bites, it's going to exist forever chunk stamp signed and sealed notarized it's, and done, it's I forever really, uh, on the record,
0: I appreciate yeah. the good acting like with movies I appreciate a good movie like well done, yeah. well written and with the same with propaganda, I'm like, you know what? This is definitely propaganda. 100% this mm-hmm. is scripted. However, I appreciate the message. And on top of that, the acting was phenomenal. I was like, yeah, this the guy, slap man.
1: boxing. This guy There's a lot of great. great. I, I'm not it's so fun. sure that
2: he's acting, man. I, I'm, you know, like, mm, he, I don't he, think he is either. Well,
0: he might so be look at actor, the a guy who was put in a place for a reason. So he's not an actor per se, but he's an actor in the sense that he's there for acting. Reason. You know what I mean? So acting right? out what like, we need. Like, yeah.
2: It, at the end of the day, like World Economic Forum and all, like you know, Specter. Okay, you know, it, it like I, I get all that. Um, and, and maybe, who knows, man? But but here's the deal. Look at the results. Look at yep. look at the reaction. And I'm not talking about from the people. Although seeing seeing communists cry brings me immeasurable joy, you have no idea in my heart like how much I fucking love and enjoy the fact that they are bawling their eyes out that he literally went to a whiteboard and is like branches of of government DEI gone <laughs> fucking the education gone. Like all, all, these and and that's the thing in America that resonates with us because we're like, yes, these are the indoctrination centers. Mm-hmm. Fuck these people. We want them fucking gone. We want them out. This guy's doing it, man. So yeah. like, and, and he's doing it. And, and so here, here's the deal. You're talking about propaganda, madman. Man. So look at the look at the propaganda that has already been levied against him, and I use that kind of as a guide. To to like oh shit maybe there's maybe there's something here because uh, going underground which is a Russian propaganda outlet they that's part of RT um, they had a, a show when RT was was allowed in, in American uh, airwaves because we don't have a First Amendment anymore because we banned uh, we we banned all counter propaganda point of views. Um, but, you know, Must our privatize this,
1: the first amendment, it's yeah, crazy,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. The first amendment's got conditions, right? Um, you know, this podcast was censored too, you know, that's nothing new, but um, you, you know, any and and of course, we we aren't right now, but we probably will be again, you know, come uh, soon. Election season, like I, I feel it. 100%. I can feel it. Anyway, uh going underground was immediate, immediate. And uh there's a few other Twitter handles that are that are straight from the Kremlin. Uh sprinter is one of them. I know that that one gained a lot of traction uh with Ukraine. That's one of them. Uh Syrian girl is another one. She's been around for a while. She's straight from Ukraine or uh, straight from the Kremlin rather little faux pas there um but that you know this this is their this is their propaganda so all of them all of them were saying the same thing that argentina has elected this u.s puppet fascist nazi whatever it wants to cut ties with russians it wants to cut ties with china he's gonna do you know all this stuff so that led me to say, hmm, well, I don't know much about this guy other than I like what he's saying. That's, that's pretty, pretty great. Let's see what America is saying about him. Turns out, turns out that the State Department had an emergency public briefing about him. <laughs> they ain't happy neither. They don't like this dude. They don't like this guy at all. And they made it pretty fucking clear that they don't like this guy because he's not pro U.S. dollar either. No, he's he not. Was, he, he, he wants to end, and he's serious about this. He's going to end their national bank. He's like, we're going to pay our debt off, and and hey, it's Argentina first. We're we're done, you know. It and so we're we're done playing with the rest of the world. So he's what he's doing. And I was very surprised that that this uh, hasn't been brought up previously. What he's doing is the uh, Bukele approach. So Bukele is the uh, uh, president of El Salvador, and he completely turned this country around. I mean, El Salvador was, was horrible, horrible place. Overrun with crime. Bukele comes in very libertarian guys he's a young i mean he's not
3: even 40 yet yeah so not he, not like, yet right not yet Bukali.
2: yeah yeah I, I think he and i are probably about the same age i mean he's he you know he, he's um solid man he, you know it, and you could we just say what we want you know about like well he's sided with this power or that power but we're omitting the fact when we we say that we're omitting the fact that some people just work in their own self-interest. Some people just work in their, their own country's interest because this idea of nationalism is so foreign to our culture at this point that we only think of things in international thought process, and, whether you're a conservative uh, or uh, obviously a Democrat, you're part of the communist international and just say it straight up front as you yeah. are. Um, is, at this
3: well, point It, is it just, you know, but, but also are, are we so, Jaded that we don't think someone who wants to get ahead to save their country isn't going to play the game for a little bit. I mean, I'm poli guy. Like, play the game for a little bit, you become a WF guy. Oh, it might be their guy. Like, I'm not saying this guy is good or bad. I don't know shit about him. I, didn't, I haven't known anything about him up until two weeks ago. But like, the idea that you can't play aside and just play the role until you get into a position where you don't have to anymore. Um, I, I yes. think that that may be where yeah. he found himself. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's one of those things where you just keep saying yes until all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, like now I'm here. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, but I think that he might've been like, look, this is the way if I'm going to do this, I have to play the game. You know, it, it's, um, I, I think of, and I'm not saying this was his motives in the beginning, but Jeff Van Drew from New Jersey was elected in congressional, uh, congressional district two as a Democrat. Trump's term, he flips to Republican, he's been elected ever since. Um, and so, I'm not saying he played the game to get elected in that district and then to flip. But the idea is not so far-fetched that that's what this guy did to get to a point. And then, of course, it, it's not just that, you have to sell it, right? You, you have to you have to be able to get to the point where it's like, oh, he, he's that controlled candidate. So, he, we got to the point where, you know, he's just doing, like, hey, be a third-party candidate for us and just run. You're not going to win. Just run. Draw some votes away from the other person. I've seen this done before in a political campaign personally. Draw some votes away, and then you'll get something after the fact. You'll get a favorable position. You'll get a favorable ambassadorship something. And then all of a sudden, you win, and now you're in a runoff. You're like, all right, well, fuck you. Now I'm actually going to do it for real. Because the people obviously agree with what I'm doing and what I'm saying. And then all of a sudden, you end up winning, and you're like, "Okay, I just won." So I don't think it's so far fetched to think that you played the game up to a point, or even was a willing participant, being like, "Well, th- you know what? I what I want is never going to happen, but I can at least try to do this, and then I'll get some juicy little thing." And then realizing halfway through, "Oh shit, this is actually viable," and doing it. So I, I don't. I, ha- I haven't seen anything. And again, caveat seen the guy for like two or three weeks haven't seen anything yet to to doubt his motives the question is going to be how he continues on past this point I think because he's made a lot I mean the dude was talking about taking back the Falklands from like the UK like I mean any Argentinian dude who says that you're just like all right, well like how's like what are you going to do to do this like to see how he follows up on his promises just like with 2016 and Trump we saw he come in and all these high hopes did a lot of good things. Did a lot of also good things. So, I'd rather judge him by his actions in power than what he's saying, because I've already been burned by that once. But I think it's not too crazy to say that, even though he's got some of these toxic brandons, it's still possible he's a, he's a, he's a good dude. And so I really don't know what to think about him. I, I really don't. So I just don't know enough about him. Or heard him speak enough to to know whether he's had these feelings for one year, five years, ten years, twenty years. How important is it? Is he is a snake in the grass on either side? I just don't know.
0: So, <clears throat> Scout, to your point, and je- uh, Patriot Man, excuse me, Dolia is not in here. Sorry. So, this guy is the next evolution of Trump, right? Because Trump got up and said yeah his his debates were ridiculous like comedians are making a living talking about trump's debates because they were that damn funny and this guy's just the next evolution of the reverberation from the decline right because everything goes in ebbs and flows and patriot man to your point like for a long time everybody was getting along everybody was trading But now everybody's not trading so much because there's not as much resources as there was 60, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago. So what they're doing is they're electing guys that are like, no, like we're going to take the Falkland Islands back because and what are they going to do? They don't really have to do anything. All they have to do is say it because right now the UK is in no position to fight another Falkland Island war. There's no way they'd lose. They'd lose a lot of guys. They'd lose a lot of money and they'd lose a lot of their <laughs> credibility, which is what the U S oh. government's been doing by abandoning all their friends. Mind yeah. you. You're and absolutely the US right. Isn't going to be able to help. The U S isn't going to be able to help them. Cause it's yeah, we're, so we're not going to step like, into that.
1: Challenged. Uh, so in the same sentence, going back to like, you know, uh, not, I always interrupt the, uh, um, so, Going into going into um, the world politics again, it, by attacking the Brits, that puts him, again, G7, you know, on par with like Putin, as I mentioned earlier, you know, he said some inflammatory stuff, but why why, why give back stuff to China, but not anyone else? Like, I mean, if you're going to be, a, if you're going to bitch out of your empire, why don't you just completely bitch out and he called him out on it like essentially by bringing that up in in this uh little bit that went global I agree I mean I he challenged that. the world power by so all yeah, language this is talking college within right. 24 hours of being in
2: office too
1: yeah he's just
0: gonna, so yeah. in in
1: in all, uh, I'll give you guys a college lesson here. So in um, in uh, communications and sociology and anthropology, all communication is taught. For, this is formal. All communication is a form of dominance. This is like, if you could reduce verbal communication in any form into one sentence... All communication is dominance. And from there, it it gets a little bit more complicated between encoding, decoding, noise. You know, you can have more than one recipient of a message and and more than one messenger. But at the the end of the day, you can put communication in one sentence, dominance. And that goes to the ultimate form of dominance in our modern society of America would be graffiti. You know, just paint one word on the wall. It's yours. You own it. It's simple, right? It's a simple, it's like a flag. Just fly it, right? Put a put a put a purple scarf on it. It's simple. When you keep messaging simple, it hits. And when you hit it within 24 hours, like say two people arguing on the side of the road, it just escalates quickly. And for to get in office and then just go bam, ramp right up, hit our hit all these key points. You know, they're g G7 nation. They can trade the the they have they hold cards. They got a lot of cards too. In fact, they probably they're playing seven card stud because they're a G7 nation. They make a lot of battery uh, resources and they, they can do whatever they want. They can renegotiate a whole world deal if they want and really reorder something. And I had mentioned several several months ago that we really need to focus on South America. And Central America, and being better friends with them. A Madman and I went to uh, a, a party earlier. We were outnumbered twenty, uh, not twenty-one, well, ten to one, it, Latino guys to to white guys, and we work with these guys all the time. Like it's these are our friends. Like we should be better friends with them all over the place.
0: We had we had Miguel. We to Pedro.
1: Yeah, you want to hang oh, out with hilarious. Jose A and Hose B. Like, this is, you know, you want to hook up to both spigots. I mean, we really need to be friends with everybody, Central America and South America. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah.
2: And so, to your point, man, I think you, you're hitting on something that's critically important that we lost in American foreign policy the Monroe Doctrine. The Monroe Doctrine, which which uh, a lot of lefties say is uh imperialist and it, no, it 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 was actually the opposite. It was anti-imperialist. The Monroe Doctrine or in its original form was keeping imperialism out of the New World in totes, and it was an act of solidarity with Bolivar, with Simone Bolivar. Saying, "Hey, you know, we're we're free of European hegemony now. Now, of course, we created our own, and the, that's a whole other piece of history." Grand Colombia,
1: Venezuela, Colombia.
2: Right, it, you know, the 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 point is, though, is is that that's that's absolutely correct, and I, I think that that thinking. Is definitely uh, a forward way of thinking. When we look back, we look back, you know, in in this case, a couple of centuries, and say, you know, where did where did we start? All right, so that's that's where we begin, and 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 you know, you move forward from there because this is reality, man. Yep. This, the the reality is this that. In, in American culture today, and this is where a lot of the identitarians come in, and they, you know, and this, whatever, you know, they, they, it's how you end up with what's, what's that fucking shithead's name? General Boneface or whatever he is. You the guys, the, the fucking, the feds that are, that are goose stepping around with swastikas and stuff.
1: General Boneface? Hey, did, yeah, did General Boneface conquer the world before the Chinese? Cause I'm pretty sure the Spanish did.
3: Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't
1: know. But anyway, this,
2: this guy, the, the, what I'm talking about is so Patriot Front was exposed for what they are—the Bush wow. Fed interns uh, working for, working for the the FBI. You know, anybody with two brain cells knew this the whole time. You know, like, come on, man! But now they've they've got a new crew, so they they recycled those guys. It's, Okay, hey, hey, guys, put on red shirts this time, and you're gonna wave swastikas around. Well, the only one not wearing a mask is this General Boneface character. You know, his ink that he's got—he's all all inked up, got face ink, got it. You know, whatever. Uh, kind of, kind of nature's warning sign when you see that. Like, uh, you know, it's Mike Tyson can pull it off, but you ain't Mike Tyson, homie. But uh, you ain't get that Mike Tyson money neither. So, uh, I'm just saying, it's it's only a handful of people that can pull off facial tat, you know, and not and not work, not be permanently uh, relegated to a certain segment of society.
0: It's, uh, it's just a fact. If you've bitten somebody's ear off in a boxing match, you can get away with a face yeah, tattoo. Yeah. You can get away not? with it.
2: Man, dude <laughs> gets paid millions tattoos. of dollars just to show his face. Man.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, whatever. the guy, like, you know, you got to beat the shit out of people yeah, for a living to yeah. have a face tattoo. But
2: my, my point is, though, is is that you're getting a lot of identitarians that, that are coming out there. And I'm not saying that every identitarian argument is wrong. All right, because it's not. You, you, you got to have pride and culture, you have to have that connection to it. And, and that's part of the reason that we're getting a lot of this phony uh, nonsense that's being spewed out because it's it, that, factually incorrect because people don't know. In, in America, they really don't know where they're, you know, especially Europeans, they you know, people of European ancestry, they, they don't really know exactly where their culture is coming from, and so they're being exploited. You know, this, this happens in, in a lot of American cultures, subcultures in America. Uh, the black community, black community deals with a lot. They got a lot of you know. Hey, oh, this they paint like Nation Islam paints this whole rosy picture of you know the it that's completely inaccurate, completely. I mean, this is discarded by every every historian that's worth his salt. Like they they discard this shit. This is nonsense. What? But anyway, is it, really it my, point. My, my point is, though, is that is that all of these subcultures in the United States, they're not going nowhere. OK, like at the end of the day, the the black community's not going anywhere. Right. They're, they're not going anywhere. They're there like they're they're not. You you have to figure it the fuck out. You have to. All right. So you don't like them. Whatever, man. You got to figure that shit out. The Latin community, it's not going anywhere. It's growing. It's not going anywhere. Oh, you don't you don't like them? So fucking what? Like, they're there. They may not like you either. Hey, guess what? You know, that works two ways, man. They may not like you either. But you're a fact of life, too. You know, so you got to figure all that shit out. And so a, like a better them, way forward in America like is step like back.
0: Life is a lot easier if you can get along with those guys. Yeah, because I've gotten along the, with it, the and my life was a lot easier.
1: So uh, we have a lot of listeners that are green berets, and and my grandfather was a green beret, and and he he was one of the original, and he always told me, the more friends you have, the better, and I've always been looking for more friends, and and that meant something to me because he's mm-hmm. right, and. It, you know, if, if when you're recruiting indigenous, you know, forces our own guys, you know, don't 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 don't, you know, well make fun of the loonies, but but lead lead everyone else to victory, and that's and, and you lead by example, and right. you know you, you want to sit, yeah, uh, yeah, to, no, no, exactly,
2: man. You're like people, people have got to now, you know. That being said. That's not to say that we don't get control of our border. Obviously, we need to. Yeah, you know that that's I mean, it's out of hand. It's a national security risk. Yes, which is getting my next topic of discussion here on the list. But it, you know, it, it, it's point is though, is that people of different origins are a fact of life permanently, permanently. Like, so you need to start understanding it doesn't mean you embrace some, you embrace the culture of another to abandon your own. So I was saying it all. And, but that's what liberals want you to do. And, and that's fucked up. No, not going to do that. And so it, you know, this, this whole um tolerance and, you know, what it used to be called tolerance now shifted to acceptance to ramming it down your throat. Nah. Like you, you should be able to, to embrace your own culture, not at the expense of someone else, you know, but, but you absolutely do uh, want to be celebrating your own. And, and so, you know, but again, like, and if, if you read, I've pointed to people uh, in, in the past to see uh, right mills, listen, Yankee, right? Listen, it's a quick read. It's, it's super short. C. Wright Mills is uh, to the point. He was an incredible sociologist. He is controversial. He definitely was on the left wing of things. But he's an important person to pay attention to because he spent a lot of time south of the border and was actually writing about, hey, why are these guys embracing communism? Why is this happening? Why is why is the left gaining such a hold down here? Maybe we need to listen to what they have to say for once kind of a a Glenn Greenwald style approach to to things, which I think is really important. You got to listen. You know, I think that, uh, you know, Tucker's doing a good job of this, too, and he's getting a lot of shit for it of let's listen to what the other side at least has to say. And if they got a point, they got a point. But listen to what they have to say, because that's part of the problem is you're not listening to them. And so it, that where where I'm going with this is is that when we look to our south and we see leaders like Bukele like uh, Javier Millet that are popping up and there seems to be a lot more of them we need to take a look inward and be like why can they do it and we can't why can they do it why can't we get our shit together here Why is the Republican Party so fucking worthless? Why are they so worthless? Why are they spending so much time trying to replace Trump? All right, so you can say whatever you want. I don't think Trump was the greatest candidate. I don't think he was the greatest president could have done a lot better. There's a lot of Monday morning quarterbacking, but the point is this. When you look at his rallies, when you look at all the people that come to those, when you look at that movement that has coalesced around him and you look at how the left has tried to do everything and to keep him from running and have exposed themselves for what they are in the process, they've completely exposed the sham system in the process. How is that not a victory in and of itself? You know, it's and that's the thing. You're not going to get that with somebody like DeSantis, who wants to play ball with the Bushes of the world, because that's where all that started. That's where all this stuff started. They're only going to give him so much before they yank his chain. You know, you think he's doing a good job. You get him in the White House and you watch how he turns his back. All right. You look at somebody like Mitt Romney. These these are not people that represent the interests. These are not politicians that represent the interests of the people, at all by any means. And I don't think we'll have anybody in the audience that disagrees with that. You know, so this this mainstream Republican Party's got to fucking go. Right, populism's on the rise, and populism has taken a a. I don't I don't even really want to call it a right wing turn anymore. Because it, it's simply the voice of the people saying, hey, we're not down with this internationalist stuff. You know, why, why the left gained traction in South America was because they were being so mistreated economically. It, they, they were not part of the, and that's, that's a mistake a lot of people make. Uh, our leftists in the United States make, because they're hardcore. They're the true communist believers, the orthodoxy. Um, as Mike Belcher would call it, the orthodoxy of the Communist Party, but internationally they simply are, were were fighting because they were being exploited, and they realized that. And hey, you know, we're we're not going to take this land down. You're not going to take everything from us, and and give us nothing. We are going to fight back. But then, as soon as they gained power, it became nationalist in every case, in every single case. When the communists came to power, it became a nationalist organization. Usually, usually, especially in the case of the Soviet Union, they weaponized themselves against one another. The each individual nation, you know, the the Czechs. Why did why did the Czechs not adopt the AK forty seven? They built the CZ fifty eight. Why? So they would not have any interchanging parts that the Soviet that the Russian army. Could use if they invaded Czechoslovakia. That's why he did that. Even down was to the only magazine. That
1: Achieve that too, I believe.
2: Ammunition was common, but that was it. Hungary, Hungary was very similar. They, they did not want Soviet intervention there. You know, they they were a communist country, but they did not want the boot of the Russian military there. You know, it, it's it's so anyway. But it's South America is very similar to that. Very very similar to that, so why was it that they were they they, they were embracing left wing ideology? It was because they were being exploited by interest in the United States, especially, uh, you know, United Fruit, is a very good example, no. conglomerates, <laughs> so on and so forth. Yep. So before, but anyway, you
0: know, no rant so, rant over. No, that was a good rant. So, no, and also accurate. Yeah. Tucker, You know, I can't remember when it was, but I put on Twitter, I was like, I was talking to you. I was like, man, I don't know if Tucker's on our side or like, he might not be when he's still a Fox, but now he's interviewed the Spanish opposition and he just went to Argentina. Yep. And Johnny, to your point, he is, that guy is shedding light. The Argentinian is, is like, like I said, the next evolution of Trump. And he and Tucker interviewed him and Tucker is highlighting the Spanish plight because South America is Spanish, right? Like Spain conquered Mexico South. So all the Hispanic guys you see have Spaniard blood in them, except for the ones that literally look like I worked with a lot of Hispanic people. A lot of them look like white guys that are tan. Uh, a lot of them look Italian but every once in a while, you'll look at a guy and you'll be like, "You are 100% Aztec." Yes, like they just have that look to them. <clears> they look like an Aztec warrior. Yep, yep. But <coughs> well, here, here shed no. light on the Spanish no, plate of like you know, a lot of these people are coming up because they're like, "This sucks." We hear America's great, but the problem is that so, with the open border is that it's being taken advantage of yeah. is that all the shitheads are like, Oh, we have a bunch of guys that look just like these guys that are coming to feed their family. Cause the yeah. one guy, the one son goes up to work in the U S and he sends money back to the family farm because the family farm's been shut down by the cartels because they refuse to grow whatever the cartel wants them to grow. Or they do grow it and they're not making any money and they're starving to death. Cause then if they die they're, the cartels are just going to find another family. They're gonna be like, "Hey, you're gonna farm this now." And that's how they work. But to save the family, the guy comes up here, makes a bunch of money. Western Unions it down to South America, but they take advantage of that. The cartels do, and therefore the Chinese do, therefore the communists do, and that's how it's working. Yep, that's like the whole pipeline right there.
3: Well, I'll say I'll just make two quick points. One is um, speaking about, for example, the uh, United Fruit Company. There's a great book I read in college called Bitter Fruit. You find it on Amazon used oh, for like yeah. ten bucks. Yeah, it tells the uh, the the uh, account of the CIA operation to overthrow uh, Arbenz of uh, Guatemala in '54. Uh, highly recommend it. I read the it. for a, war. Yeah, I, I, it was I read it.
2: Um, it was a giant psyop.
3: Oh, a hundred percent. To to the point yeah. where they were playing uh, air raid bombing sounds. So it sounded like bombs are being dropped in the city through speakers on buildings. Yep. And that's what capitulated the government to give up. So he, he scared. If you're interested him. in that. He literally we got...
2: scared him out of office and not a shot was fired. It, it was, yeah. I think, I think,
3: I think the, I mean, if I remember brilliant. the store, it was like 60 dudes, three crates of rifles and an old warship rolled up and were just took over the country. Um, Speaking of the right wing, you know, we like to, you know, we talk about Trump in 2016, and kind of like, you know, you had Brexit and you had Trump, It was like two wins back to back, and you're like, all right, this is the switch. Like, this is this now, now we're flipping towards our side. And then, of course, we get stymied. Brexit gets mirrored down by bureaucrats, just like Trump got mirrored down by bureaucrats. I mean, some of his own doing, 100%, because he motherfucker didn't know. Exactly what to do, but he also got mirrored down by bureaucrats. Brexit did too, and then you saw the swing back. You had Biden, which we all know about that election. What's interesting is, um, you know, the headline on the AP right now, uh, and not 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 the AP, American Partisan. This is you know the other AP, AP News. Um, Anti-Islam populist Wilders, which is Gert Wilders, headed for a massive win in Netherlands and a shock for Europe. And this is a guy who made headlines initially during the Trump era where he was a a right wing guy. He seemed like he was going to lead this. You know, it started with Brexit and then it went to Trump and it was going to be him. It was going to be a couple other people and it never seemed to materialize. But apparently the swing in, in the polls happened very recently. And so I say that, you know, right here I'm saying voters said we are sick, sick of it, sick to our stomachs. The Dutch will be number one again. The people must get their nation back. That's what. That's a quote that I just read from the article. And I just posted it on AmericanPartisan.org. It's a better AP, so you can read it. Um, but then there was other couple articles that came up, one of which was there was a story out of um, uh, France where the headline was um, person got. Uh, I think a death penalty or a manslaughter charge for a stabbing at a French party where it was a bunch of migrants who came up and literally said we want to kill yeah. whites and started stabbing a bunch of people. Yeah. And then there was the Ireland teacher a year ago who uh, got stabbed by like this 23-year-old uh, migrant and he just got, I think, sent to the death penalty or something along those lines. I, I think... Maybe during the Trump era that a lot of the issues that were there and that they were fighting against, they they kind of did so good at getting rid of it that they started to go away. But now, given the economic pressures and seeing the migrant pressures that we see not only on our southern border, also a northern border, whatever the hell happened up in Rainbow Bridge, um, but also in Europe, <laughs> I think you're seeing a, a snapback the new and york episode that, of the duke's a hazard. Oh yeah, that, that that's a great way. if if, if anyone has not seen that video, just go ahead and, and watch that video and, and they got some distance. They didn't live, but they got some distance. Uh but I, I I think all of this comes to the point where there I think there is a snapback where they've been sold, hey look, this is, you know, the World Economic Forum, but most people don't even know that by name, but globalism is good. And then with Trump, it was like, well, it's not good. And, you know, we're doing better with him, but but no, he, but he's corrupt. And then and, and other things are going on. They got stymied at every angle of, 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 of attack with this. But I think now with the coming out of the COVID pandemic, a lot of people were not happy. Even though they complied, they were not happy with, with the shutdowns. They're not happy with the economic situation right now. We're seeing the snapback in the Netherlands, in Argentina. Seeing changes in, in, in opinions in Ireland, of all places, you know, the Catholic nation that voted to approve abortion, seeing changes in Spain with what's going on there, changes even in Germany where they just arrested like 17 quote unquote far right nationalists who were involved in whatever plot they came up with. Uh, the Netherlands, I think it's almost like a second step back to 2016 because of the economy and because it hasn't panned out the way that the globalists wanted to pan out. And so I think that's an interesting point to see. Okay. Well, it's it's, now we see it here. We see it here. We see it in two different continents, right? You could, you could call it five countries and two continents, not including our own little thing going on here. Where does it go from here and does it continue to spread or do they figure out a way to contain what is going on? So I think that's the biggest, like, if you're talking like the 10,000 level, how do we pull out of all of this? I think that's the question is what happens and where does it go? Well,
2: yeah, Yeah, my mic was muted. Um, Yeah, dude, spot on. And and, uh, something that you said that was extremely significant is, is going the, it, it's kind of a throwback to 2016. The thing is, is that it, it, it's actually worse, uh, or better depending on, you know, I think it's, it's stronger is, is actually uh, probably the better, the better adjective to use there. Um, the fervor is stronger and it's going to continue to be so, you know, because the, the thing is, is that it, it's very easy to get blackpilled about all this stuff. Like we all battle that, you know, every, everybody battles that like, shit, you know, like it's not going to get no better. And it also, all right, man. Well, you know, that may be true, but at the same time, uh, and, and it may be true that, that shit sucks. Yeah. Like it does. You're going to have some dark days, man. You're not going to win everything, you know, and, and you're not going to win all this back in a generation. And that, that's one of the big things that we, we forgot, is that you don't win back what you lost over a, a short period of time. It takes a long period of time to gain that back. Long period of time. Because you, you have to gain that back. Now, there's some big victories that are happening. Okay, big ones. Big ones. You even, like, like what's crazy is, is that all of the evidence that they claim that they had against Trump, in Georgia, all that's done is exposed that yeah there there was something where there was smoke there was fire. All yeah. right? Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, the same thing, man. Same thing. Michigan is being so. It's Arizona. Arizona's got all sorts of crazy shit going on there. Right
3: yeah, yeah, Maricopa. yeah. Yep.
2: You have you have this this overt clawing of power. Because their their uh, their grasp of power failed. The soft grasp of power. Their attempts at soft hegemony failed. And so what do they have to do? The power structure, what does it have to do to maintain itself? It has to resort to force. And when it resorts, that's the conundrum it's in. When it resorts to force, almost always... I can only think of a couple of examples in history where it did not collapse on itself once it did that. All right. And ironically, two examples, uh, the Soviet Union had to resort to force to keep the people in line, especially after uh, the the giant famine that they had in the 1930s, uh, because they, they realized that the... Uh, uh, the pogrom that they had put up against the or, or uh, instituted on Ukrainians, the kulaks, didn't work and it completely backfired. And so all of a sudden now, you know, they they're they they're facing a famine, which they never recovered. They went into World War II like that. they, they never recovered from it the entire time. It maintained their hegemony for a certain amount of time. But then, in turn, they attempted to do that again as a reaction to Glasnost, and it, it didn't work. Uh, because the Perestroika reforms... But it, anyway, I'm getting way deep in the weeds there. But the Perestroika reforms kind of were liberalizing things. And then the, the Soviet Politburo, the Supreme Soviet, said, no, nah, no, no, we can't allow this. And they tried to use force, and it didn't work. Um, so, you know, it, it, anyway... Um Point is, though, is that here in the United States, as well as in Western Europe, uh, people are waking up. They're waking up to reality, man. Like, look, you know, we we can play this, go along, get along, shit, all you want. But if your daughters can't go out without getting molested, and and the cops aren't doing nothing about it. Cops (laughs) aren't doing nothing about it. Politicians aren't doing nothing about it. The judges aren't doing nothing about it. What do you do?
3: I, I think that's the biggest difference. I think that's the biggest difference from when these issues came up in twenty sixteen. Soros didn't necessarily have his grips on the DAs. The police weren't as as weak as they are now, right? I think really what it, what, what came about was twenty sixteen was here's what we want. Like we've been beaten down a little bit. Yeah, like this sucks. Like this is a dude who's speaking to us. We haven't heard this for a while. Cool. And then we had him for four years, and like he did a bunch of good stuff for us. And and for most people, they didn't even notice the bad stuff. Like, you ask the average American about, oh, what was the Second Amendment? You know, oh, take the guns first, or uh, the bracing. and They don't care about that. They were like, my food is cheaper. That's what they cared about. And so that, 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 when you're paying attention to that, and then all of a sudden 2020 comes, and you're paying more for shit, and also, your, your, your cities and even small towns are becoming less safe. Like I, I come back to where I am in, in, in you know, my little uh, New Jersey area, and we have people come from out of uh, out of cities coming to rob our cars. Like that's something that these people didn't experience prior to 2016. They never even thought that was like. Well, it, prior to 2012, prior to anything, prior to now, like they didn't realize that was an option that that could happen. Because we all like to think that everything's contained in the cities until it's not, and they start branching out, and they're actually surprisingly coordinated and efficient at what they're doing. Uh, and so I, I, I think what it comes down to is that people in a more, more dire situation now before the 24 election than they were before the 2016. 2016 was, I'm angry, I'm voting for him. Now it's like my livelihood actually depends on him I'm voting for him or voting against this policy. Not necessarily voting for Trump, but against a certain policy. And I think that that's the big distinction is that in 2016, people voted for policies they wanted. And in 2024, they're going to be voting for policies that they need to survive. And I think that's an important distinction because it makes a person more likely to be very steadfast in their vote and not swayed by any kind of ad or we're going, I'm like, no, like, look, I'm sorry. I might agree with you on X and Y, but I can't feed my family. And I need that to be fixed. So I have to vote this way. And so I think that's the biggest difference between the two.
0: Yeah, I agree with that scout to your point the multi-generational uh, resistance like i really want people to understand like when so when you go to scouts class and you're like oh you know like i didn't learn this i didn't learn that and like i thought i was gonna learn this you gotta understand that you did learn something and you need to pass that down to your kids So, like, when you come to class, you get the baseline, and you need to expand on that. Yeah, like, for sure, like, there's more advanced classes, and you should take those. But you need the baseline, and you need to teach your kids the baseline. And you can teach them when they're young. Because this isn't going to be, like, we, the generation, are not going to save the world. It's probably going to be like our grandkids more likely, you know, our kids slash grandkids, depending on your age. Um, Cause I know there's a lot of guys that are like in their fifties that have kids. Well, I'm in my thirties and I have kids that are like going to be adults within the next decade. So yeah, it's, it's really, everybody needs to understand that you need to like teach your kids this stuff. You know, more so than you teach yourself. And, you know, like, you definitely be in shape. I'm not saying that nothing's going to happen in our lifetime. I think it is. Yeah. But I think this fight is going to be a very long one. And once we we retake our continent, then we have to retake the West. Because this is a crusade. I've said it this a hundred times. Like, the jihad is rising. Yeah. Hundred percent, like the caliphate is coming back, and they're not going to stop. That their their entire yeah. religion is centered around a global caliphate, as is they're communism. very open that they're about global that. and communism. Yeah, is a yeah, they're movement. very clear, and they're one in the same. You know, we were just talking about this not long ago. Islam and communism are one and the same in the fact that they're a global movement. Mm-hmm. But if you really think about it, the West is a global movement. So you have like three factions competing for global domination yeah and unfortunately we've been divided which goes back to our point earlier where like look you know i look different than this guy but i think the same as him he's my friend you know you got to get past the the, yeah like they have a little bit of cultural difference but when you really get to the nitty-gritty of it they're not that much different you know like the dude the in Catholic
3: LA church... and the dude in in, in, in rural Alabama are going to be on the same side when the Huns come across. Is yeah. the idea?
0: Yeah, and I think the Catholic Church is. I know they get a lot of shit. and They've been getting a lot of more shit lately. Well deserved too. Um, but they've done a certain good job factions. At this. Yeah, well, yeah. the Catholic Church overall has done a good job of meeting the people where they are, and you kind of adopt their culture, but get them to kind of, hey. We hear you. You have your cultural traditions. Well, we have our traditions. Let's let's kinda like mend them together. And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We might not edit this part out, but Someone who go is gonna go nameless just pulled out a submachine gun. <laughs> 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 Real distracting. Just the MP5K. So I mean, all you right. Know. You know what? Ah, like, there you, you. go. You'll like, oh, Come on, man. Boys?
3: We gotta, we gotta I mean, I got that spear. Let's go. <laughs>
0: you see that? It went off. Looks good. Looks yeah. good. DJ go. Jesse go. said that
2: but, is going on. Here off. you go, everybody.
3: Oh yeah. oh, oh, God. oh God, I'm so hard. Use the HK slap. Hey, slap. but man, man, I, I think I think to your point. What, what I think and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think basically, I think one of the biggest weapons we have is the fact that our side is having more babies than at least one of the other sides. And so, you know, Islam is is their thing, and they're going to have however many kids they have when they don't, you know, strap bombs to them for our side, us versus the left with the left, to your point, I don't think the fight is necessarily going to be us we have to stem the tide. We're basically well, got to stop. We're the tourniquet in my mind.
0: So I don't think I hear you, but at the same time, I don't think that we're, we, we're being outbred. You think like the, good, the good guys, yeah? I think the bad guys are outbreeding us, huh? By a lot. I yeah. mean, it's like, it's like well documented. Like, um, this
1: is true, yeah. Anglo- Anglo-Saxon. Exactly. Oh,
0: okay, okay, then then tell me because Anglo- I thought of the opposite, to be honest. So, yeah, so I'll give you one Saxon, example
1: I know of from Baltimore Anglo Saxon
0: and Hispanic populations are declining, yes. yes. Oh, yeah, I know that, yeah, where Asian. African and the Hispanics we are not friends with are growing exponentially. Gotcha. Because everything's getting expensive. So the responsibles, as Burlingame puts it, (laughs) they are like, you know, it's the idiocracy thing. It's like, oh, taxes are this. It's not the right time. Yada, yada. So... Anyway, I'll show uh, Johnny, you can talk.
1: I have statistical facts. You know, facts. Uh, the Nation of Islam, which has been brought up several times. You know, I grew up in a neighborhood full of those guys, and they're standing orders to like get white women addicted to drugs and pregnant and take them off the market. Dead ass serious.
0: Where are the That's
1: white women at? It's not a joke. I'm not joking
0: about it. I grew
1: grew up in a neighborhood where the gorgeous, you know, sixteen-year-old girl that lived next door when I was like 15, 16, was dating a heroin dealing 25-year-old ex con in the Section 8 neighborhood next door, who was on the run from felony charges in Atlanta in Baltimore. And he, these guys got, like, my entire neighborhood addicted to dope. It ruined my neighborhood. And no police, no Navy SEALs, no SF guys popped out of the woodwork to save my neighborhood. I'm telling you right now, I mean, neighborhood's gone, guys. Like, our, you know, our country's not winning. Like, it's, uh, you know, don't by any mistake of the imagination think that you're winning. Like, we we haven't even started fighting back yet we're losing entire neighborhoods and they are actively working against us in ways you couldn't fucking imagine. And, and there's people in this country that saw it and you need to seek them out and learn it.
3: I, yeah. I, I agree with that. I mean, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I, I, I should caveat what I was saying. Um, I, I do think we're losing. I, I think that in terms of left versus right, We are winning, I think, uh, in terms of procreation. I don't think in terms of ideology because, you know, I see it in my own Catholic church, and I'm a very devout, proud Catholic. Um, The difference in ideology between traditional Catholics and other Catholics, as we can see with what the uh, illustrious, I'm using air quotes here, Pope is is saying. Um, And so I, I think that you're right. We're in a bad spot. And I, I, don't, I don't know if what we're doing right now is good enough to salvage where we're at. I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm nervous all the time. When we have a church function, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, this is cool. There's less people than there were last year. And, um, and you know, okay, so that's cool. And then we uh, think to scouts point, diversity and and kind of the the Catholic church is, you know, what are your reasons? What are your reasons? It's cool. I don't know. All I know is that the future to me is very, very uncertain. And to be honest, like I have my thoughts and, and I listen to smart people like JP and Madman and scout and, and others. And, but like, if you're your average person, which I consider myself the average person who is involved in, you know, these conversations, it's hard to wrap your mind around what exactly the future holds. And I think that's part of the fear is the uncertainty. I don't know what's going to happen. We could have in 2024, we could have a right revolution and we could have all these people win. And this is great. Or they could just steal it even more blatantly in front of our eyes, say, ha you can't do anything about it. And we're screwed. I don't know. Um, I
2: I really don't know. You know, and and look, a lot of that, like what you're saying is is the root of a lot of the conversation a lot of people have online. Here's the deal, the way I see it at least. Um, The way the United States is today, uh, that might not be the way that it is the decade from now. If they... If the left does what what they're gonna do in this upcoming election, like you gotta look at it from the the perspective that that the way that I look at it is this is very much a three-way dance. You have yeah. us, you have constitution believing, flag waving, proud Americans, patriots believing in liberty and individual sovereignty and you know all the stuff, you know, Ron Paul, right that's that actually represents the bulk the overwhelming bulk of americans yep of, of what we believe like what we believe there's some minor deviances in there but that at the end of the day that when is when you ask still, about issues that's
3: what we believe yep
2: yeah. right and and that but that's problematic thinking too because that's what's allowed it to get to the point that it's it's reached Yep. Um, because it was like, well, we're going to pick our battles here now, you know, we'll tolerate that. I mean, just, and now here, here's where we are. Yep. Um, you know, I and, agree. And, you know, it, it, so here, here's the thing. There's our faction, which is the overwhelming majority, but the problem is, is that we lack a lot of power. It's not yep. organization. It's not for a lack of organization. It's actual political power. Yeah. And what I mean by that is is, is the money that goes into it to say, hey, yeah, we're going to fund candidates. The Republican Party would change its tune overnight if its benefactors wanted it to. Yes. Think about that. You think about that. People like Mitt Romney. What was Mitt Romney, by the way, before he was a politician? What was he? Uh,
3: you know? Was he uh, governor of Massachusetts or no?
2: Before he did that, before he was a
3: politician, you know what did he oh, did? actually, that? I actually don't know. Uh, was he? Uh, no, it wasn't a lobbyist, was he? Hmm. Had to be an executive. He then.
2: He was a corporate raider. Yeah, yeah
3: he had he to be executive
2: then. He sold corporate entities. He bought them. He would go in. He would buy out competitors for Bain Capital.
3: And yeah, that's right. Bain. Yes. Pay, yes, yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, this dude did. This is what he did yep. for a living. Yep. All yep. Right. So, I so it, it, this, my point is this. Why am I talking about him? Right? Because he's in the back of a lot of people's mind. Like, yeah, it's whatever. He's a loser. He is a loser. Right? But the point is, is that he represents a strong financial interest that people have.
3: Yep.
2: That certain people have. And they're the ones who are pulling the strings. That's why he is where he is. That's why he's going to continue to be where he is, yep. and he represents their interests in the Republican Party in the larger Republican Party. You know that Rona McDaniel, Rona yep. McDaniel, mm-hmm. I right, know she is. Yep. Did you know she's related to him? Oh yeah, niece, right? Hmm. Yep. How did she get? How did she get to where she got? She has no qualifications. Well, I mean, it what had to be
3: complete skill based, right? It had to be
2: obviously. <laughs> i not sure her looks neither. No, no. Ah. So my point is this, you know, it, it is if the Republican party, if, if they, if the, the financial interest wanted it to change, it would change yeah. overnight overnight. It would change. Clean you can out. say
3: that about, how about the, the neocons in it, but the neocons, if, if they, they, if they wanted to change, they wouldn't be holding to the MIC. Right. Well, it, 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 they it, don't it, want they, to change. They it.
2: represent that. So exactly. there's another faction. There's another faction on the, the far left. These are Marxist radicals. All right. They have been for a very long time. It's just that now they feel comfortable enough to take the mask off. Right. That's what they are. The Bernie Sanders wing of things. This is them. This is what they believe. Right. So then you have the center faction right and i don't mean centrist in their beliefs i mean they they're the ones who are actually pulling the strings on everything you have the the team red and you have team blue right but they actually represent the same group same group of people and they're the power brokers you get your turn now you get your turn right that's the way that works. And when they brought Trump in, Trump Trump was an outsider. They actually messed up because they didn't think he, he had a snowball chance in hell of winning. Folks, I hate to break it to you. It wasn't fake. It, he wasn't playing a bit part the entire time. I'm sorry. If you believe that, you believe that. But that shit is wrong. They, they, there's no way. All right. No way. Okay. he's He's real. Now, you may not like him. That's fine. But he definitely was genuine in, in what he was doing. And some of these other candidates, they're not. All right. So w- what are we talking about in the center, right? The shadow governance activities. Like We can say the military industrial complex, and that wouldn't be wrong to point out. that That would be factually correct. But it's much more than that. It's the intelligence industrial complex. It's the medical industrial complex. Right, it's the all of the corporate level interests that are doing all the things, the communications industrial complex. All right. Look and find look up and find out how big of a role ATT plays in governance. A lot of people don't even know. Oh, and and, and we talk about cell phones and you know SIGINT and all, all the stuff, right? Well, ATT is a private comp well publicly traded company. They can collect all the data on you and there are no legal protections because you're using their service. Did you ever think about that? No, you didn't. Because you're over here playing Barracks Lawyer, thinking you know every damn thing. With your tax and your mesh networking and all oh, oh, i doing That's so cool. I don't even have to train. I can just use technology. I don't even have to train anymore. I don't. What was? Did you? Did you guys see that fucking retard? A uh, couple of glasses of scotch in I'm about to about to torture Bro. somebody. If <laughs> I retard, I That was you. like you don't have to do long range stuff, Amy. you don't have to be a snipers are obsolete because we've got drones. Like this is the stupidest shit I have ever. I seen Look, some man. stupid shit online. That was, as somebody tagged me in that, and I didn't <laughs> even, I didn't even comment on it. I was just like, "This is the, this is the dumbest thing the I guys, have
0: ever seen." The mesh network guys, and I, I really hope they're listening, and I mean this with love, I really do. I, I was in my old position that I had, uh, I guess like seven, eight years ago, maybe ten. I would have ensured that some guy with a scoped rifle, not a drone, would have shot you directly in the face. And I would have been 100% sure it was you. Not somebody else. Not fucking... It wasn't Hamid. It wasn't Jafar. It was Muhammad. And I would have known it was Muhammad. And I would have been like, yeah, this is Madman. That's your guy shoot him in the face. If you feel like shooting him in the face, shoot him. You know? Or roll him up. Whatever. Most of the time it was capture. However, mm-hmm. a couple times... i am numb. both. Yeah, they've... Yeah, a couple times they were like, oh yeah, yeah, like, is it? are you sure it's this dude in the blue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the guy in the blue dress. And the guy in the blue dress was then on the ground with a fucking bullet in his head. Happens, so, man. When you, think you're, when you think your mesh networks are going to work, to do anything beneficial for you you i'm sorry just don't know what you're talking about and i know that's hard to hear trust me i know but like just put your feelings aside for a second and just listen to a guy who has if i had shot every person in the face that i have seen die because i found them by electronic communications i'd be writing a fucking like hitman novel Hillary Clinton over here. Like Hillary Clinton numbers. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Got hundreds, hundreds, of death. Of, hundreds of hours on this equipment and uh, countless deaths. And then, like, I'm not bragging about that. Like, but that's the reality. Like, one guy with the right equipment yep. will fuck your day up. And if mm-hmm. you depend on this mesh networking, and, oh, it's encrypted, bro. Like, mesh networking means that I find you and your fucking buddies. Yep. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's not just I mean, it's not it's just you. i,
2: I, I you're literally a beacon.
0: Be a go, Tanner. Be a Dude. homie. If you're gonna get found, just make sure you get found, not your buddy get gets found. too.
2: Ah, man, I I love I love the the other night. I was you know I don't know I was having a bad day, man. You know, uh, anyway. Had a mountain of work to do. I was bad. I don't even remember what it was. Somebody asked me something. And I was just like, "Nah." Here's the deal. And uh, it was it was a company rep from Gotenna. I busted the dude. I busted him. Yeah, you because know, throw a little bit of that interrogation magic in there. Because yeah, I I know say, there's there's certain language cues that people will use the that sales you can tell immediately. They're not. They're not arguing in good faith. They're trying to play a gotcha game. They think they're fucking smart, right? And and you look at it, and I'm like, man, I'm in a bad mood already. I'm gonna get the better of you, just just on principle. I'm gonna fuck your world up. Oh, and I did. Z, he was. He kept going like, oh, you're ducking my question. You're ducking me. No, no, I'm not. I, I'm not ducking your question. Uh, your question was centered around, uh, well, well, how do you communicate? I pointed you to my book, my book. That's how you do it. You want to do it? That that's how you do it. There's a reason it's being used in the places it's being used and by the people it's being used by. Yep. There's a reason for that. Like I wrote it for a reason. I wrote it for a certain community. It just so happened that, that people from that community said, Hey, you ought to, you ought to publish this. You make some money, right? You know, and and so it did, and that's what it became, right? Now, all you all you tech bros out there, and all these these little dipshits that sell things to the military is sell widgets, because you're rubbing rubbing the right knob, right? The right right program manager. I know how all this stuff works. Executive uh, programs for this, that, and the other. I know
3: how this shit works. Yeah, you get the right. I'm not interested lady, in that world.
2: No, and by the way, that world comes to me. Okay, I don't go to them. That's the difference. You people out there with your with your crap go tenor, you fucking go to them, begging for money. Those guys come to me. Do you understand? You understand the difference? I didn't go seeking them out. That's that's not what I do. That's not my game. That's not my hustle. I train civilians. I train patriots. You understand that? Now, you don't understand that because I'm not out here just chasing a dollar. All right. I have a mission. So any anyway, man, this, this guy's like, well, our product. I said, ah, see, I got you. I got you. And then he goes, oh, this is just a gotcha thing, right? No. You're going to answer my question. What does your piece of equipment, what does your widget require to function? What does it require to function? He wouldn't answer it. And I said, let me answer it for you. A cell phone. It requires a cell phone because it requires a cellular network. Oh, and then he goes, oh, well, we don't even, our phones don't even have SIM cards in them, so they can't accidentally get on a network. (laughs) Bro, are you serious? Jesus Christ. Did you just, did you really just say that? Did you really just (laughs) say that? Because that was really, really dumb.
0: Really dumb.
2: You don't think that your IMEI (laughs) is still getting scraped up? You don't think that that, that, phone is still transmitting?
0: The IMEI you, the, is the International Mobile Equipment Identifier, which means yeah. it's internationally yeah. unique, which means yep. it's globally it's, unique. Just, yep. just pointing out facts. Gotcha.
2: gotcha. But got, so that's two pieces of data. The fact that you're transmitting in the 900 megahertz range, 902 to 928. You have a specific signal, by the way, very specific one. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to spot easy to spot i've got a few devices i got one right here tiny sa
3: I, I i have it next to me somewhere over here
2: that's yep. just one i can pull out my Pack h2 i got it sitting right behind me that's another one. Oh, and i can spoof you signal with that one by the way so i can give you all sorts of false data if i want to or just screw with you with it if i'm close <laughs> enough all Right. That's that's the thing is these guys don't understand this. They keep trying to sell garbage to the public. This is just trash, man. The stuff is just trash. And, and here's the thing is that for everybody out there that thinks like, okay, well, I have this widget. I have this way. I have this thing. I'm going to keep trying to make it work. Don't you never look here's the deal. The end of the day, there's nothing advanced there's all always the basics okay techniques are timeless technology is in perpetuity okay meaning that the technology changes it evolves over time things change right the 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 tech landscape is certainly always going to change but the techniques that we use and the logic behind them do not and there's no supplementing that there's no replacing that right there's no no circumventing that is what I mean to say you can't beat physics no the yeah, world there,
3: is what it is it, it's, it's ridiculous. like there, 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 there's no substitute for technique there's no substitute for okay cool your message is secure as it wants it to be that's cool you're also transmitting very long and I can find you like that part I feel like they're like so concerned about the security of the message, they lose the point that it doesn't take long for me to find you. And and I think that's the yeah. biggest part, particularly with the tiny SA, is that I can find you.
0: Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, Rather too. Like, easily. You can quickly direction find somebody, but you know, like what I teach in Scout, I've heard you teach the same thing in the RTO and SIGIN course, is that It takes time to like develop a target and get pattern of life. But every time you transmit, somebody gets pattern of life on you. And if you think you can just go off willy nilly, oh, I'll change this. I'll change this setting. I'll change that setting, bro. They're going to know it's you. And eventually you're going to transmit and they're going to be really horny for you because they've been developing your pattern of life. And they're going to come find you for real. They're not just going to direction yep. find you. They're going to find you, find you. Yeah, and that's the that's the tip of the spear part where the like <clears throat> these guys on Twitter, man. Oh yeah, I use P twenty five and I use this and that and like look, don't get me wrong, DMR is cool. It's it's crystal clear until you don't have signal and then you don't hear anything, which is convenient. <clears throat> it is nice, but when you're talking metadata and long term analysis. If somebody's dedicated, they're going to be recording it. They're going to keep track of who's who. Everything they can collect, they're going to collect. And they're going to put it yep. together. It's a puzzle. Yep. You you could take Forrest Gump and sit him in front of a 75-piece puzzle. And eventually Forrest Gump is going to figure out which 75 pieces go where. So like
3: I love that analogy, by the way.
0: I mean, that's like really what it is. But but
3: you're accurate. You're 100% accurate. Yeah.
0: And I just, I just really want people to put that in perspective. That it is. I, not I don't think
3: people appreciate difficult. metadata
0: for what it is, and they
3: think that, like, oh, but they don't know exactly. What it, does. it doesn't matter. They don't know exactly who you are. If
0: you put, they know you're transmitting in, in a certain spot, in a certain out. place. I I, yeah. I found, you know. I have personally I'm, found. Iranian I would like Iranian to
1: say, say that I'm from Maryland, and the odds of me always transmitting from some location in Maryland are pretty high. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah. like it's not going to take long to narrow it down to a county in Maryland and a uh, certain specific road. Suddenly, yep. it. yeah. you know, it's like they just need well, to take their time and take good millions. and, it's, and it's
2: you know, if you if if you're running an MC skimmer and then you put that data into to ego I mean, there's a few other things too, but I mean, you know, just look up how to geofence. You, you can, you can totally do this. You can do this. Civilians can do this. All right. You scrape somebody's IMEI data, which is, is their phone. It's the device itself. You can pull all sorts of stuff on them.
0: Which transmits every time your phone transmits, by the way. Which is
2: constantly, unless you pull the battery out. It's constant. Yeah.
0: Right. And even if the battery's yeah. out every once in a while, mm-hmm. it's got a little something, something in there. Got a little <laughs> watch battery. I mean yeah, that's true. It, that's that's the truth. Yeah, you know, know all, it all is. these guys like like I absolutely you know, know
2: there was someone earlier today that was you know asking a, a question in good faith, and and I answered it somewhat. He still didn't really understand, like there's a big disconnect. Between um, asymmetric warfare, which I, I don't think is necessarily in—it's not necessarily palatable to discuss in open forums, because you're talking about some nasty shit, man. Like we're, we're not talking react to contact and like running around with That's not asymmetric warfare. All right, asymmetric warfare is the planning that goes into doing that stuff, right? Asymmetric warfare is, is, you know, the Belfast campaign or Juba in Iraq, right? That's asymmetric warfare that then, and those are not palatable conversations to be had. Um, You know, and, and at the end of the day, you got to look up what those organizations did, why they lasted as long as they did, what their successes, what their failures were. You know, they had protocols that existed. And they were operating in a, uh, with with the assumption that their adversaries, uh, in in the, the case of the former, the, it was the British, in the case of, the, well, and us. I mean, we had elements there as well in, in Northern Ireland. But the, the uh, in the latter half, or the, the latter part, you know, it was us, United States, facing down the, you know, the weight of, of the United States, facing down the this, this threat of the Juba Battalion. Uh, and, and the Sunni Triangle of, of these snipers right how did they operate so this is where uh, John West's work Fry the Brain comes in okay. you know it's pretty important to read it how yeah. did it work uh, and guess what? guess what both of those organizations had in common they didn't use fucking drones to do some stupid shit to get all the little fucking gun weenies going on, you know, get their panties wet on Instagram. It, it's, it just, it blows my mind, man. Some of these clowns, dude, they don't, they don't know anything about anything. And you, you dig into them. It's just like that that PNW gorilla jerk off. Uh, like, that guy, like you dig into these people, man. They, it's like, dude, you fall flat. You, who the fuck are you even? You're not of anything. You're, you know, you have, you have zero, like, like, dude, I mean, if you want to go run around in the woods with your fucking gun or whatever, you know, doing what, what the fuck ever, bro, have at it. But you, you do not, this is a reason that just not anybody practices law because you got to go to fucking law school. Now there's shitty lawyers. yeah. But there is a professional qualification. You gotta, you gotta do some things that are pretty arduous to become a lawyer. (laughs) Same with a doctor. Are there shitty doctors? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's real shitty ones. But there's a lot of really great ones too. What they all have in common is is they went through some shit to get to where they are. Like it was not an easy thing. It's a professional qualification. Like I don't just go to Tommy down the road and be like, hey, bro, you know, I got a cough. Give me give me something. Like, because he he may he might get it right, but he might not. You know, like I know some things about medical stuff. I'm not a fucking doctor, man. I can keep you alive long. I know enough not to shove a fucking tampon on a gunshot wound. that's another stupid internet thing. Oh, oh, you missed that whole
3: thing, didn't you? Uh, Oh, I saw, I saw every moment of it.
1: I saw the whole thing. No, I was, I was
3: talking
2: so in him. his defense,
1: uh, that was taught at one point in time for a little while because I remember getting that class. But that is a training scar from GWAT, which Mechmedic has alluded to many times. And you should take Mechmedic's classes, again. and you should take all medical classes. But I, we wouldn't. We never that. I, heard heard that about, I swear to God, that was taught once. For me, I heard
2: about this and like. Early two thousand seven, and it was a joke. Like it was a joke. So So, you look at uh, a tampon, though. Like if you like, like all right, all (laughs) the the medical stuff aside, twice, twice. Yeah. All the medical stuff aside, though, like when you look at a gunshot wound, the entry wound, the entry wound of a gunshot is tiny. Yes. A lot of times, when you do a blood sweep, you're gonna miss it. I mean, unless unless you're shot with a PKM, which I've seen, um, or you know, seven six two by fifty-one, which I have seen, um, you know, you will see those entrance wounds, but five five six, even seven six two by thirty-nine. there's a good chance you might miss that one. Um just and, and the only reason that that with a PKM uh, 762 by 54 or uh, uh, 762 NATO, 762 by 51. The only reason that you're going to see those those entrance wounds is because of the uh, typically at the range that you're that that you're engaging, that median engagement distance, um, the carried energy is so much more higher than it is in, in 556 or 762 by 39. So the soft tissue disruption at the point of entry. Is is gonna be greater. Um but the exit wound on the other hand is is the drama. That's what everybody looks at. And exit wounds from a gunshot. That's what,
0: that's what the bleed comes from.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exit wound from a gunshot. You ain't sticking no, I mean you know, like like whatever the diameter of a tampon is, you ain't sticking that in there. I mean, I mean you're talking you're talking typically it it's a it's a large hole, especially for, for 30 caliber rounds. Look, it's a large hole, man. I'm a lot of times and, and with
0: I don't mean to cut you off, sorry.
2: No, nah, with five five six if it hits bone, it's carrying a lot of that bone fragmentation with it. That's called swallow <laughs> and it's coming out. All right. So, so you're you're talking uh a lot of tissue disruption in there and, and dude, this is, this is dumb. Like anybody that says that they've never treated, they've never actually treated a gunshot with where it's like, nah, that's, that's not, that's not how we do any of this.
0: So our um, man told us, he was like, look, boys, I don't mean to be graphic, but if you've lived a good high school life, you know what a tampon fits in. If you've ever lived a man's life, and you know what a gunshot wound feels like, and it ain't the same hole, <laughs> it's not the same hole. They're vastly different sizes, mm-hmm. unless you're dealing with Brittany from the trailer park. It's a big difference. In size. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just not—it's not comparable. No, nah. like a tampon's just not going to work. Nah. which is why and. The small gunshot wound thing like mech medics course he teaches you like when you're doing the finger swipe mm-hmm. you're trying to finger the wound like you're trying to yeah, yeah. get your finger in there which means you need to like rip their skin that
1: was an excellent segue by the way i i this is like, <laughs> the best impromptu humor yet it's informative <laughs> i don't know i don't know maybe i hey, look oh all right it. But you yeah, you're, you're doing
2: work. your blood sweep. You're, you're
1: looking. You're trying to for, figure the
0: wound. That's how you.
1: You are it. trying to hook it in there and be like, "Oh, there so, it is." Like Plus, at night, like you exit think wounds.
0: At, at night, are you going to try to like triage your guy with nods on? No, it's going to be fucking dark, or you're going to have white light on. You're not looking for blood. You're look. You're feeling for a bullet. You're hole. You're feeling for cavity. You know, and,
2: and you're also you treating something? him after the gunfight's over. Like you're, right, you're, you're you know you you this. I don't know, man. It was years ago. I saw some stupid fucking video talking about, you know, dumb internet things. I saw some stupid fucking video. I don't know where this place was, who who it was that was running this class. They made a YouTube video. I hope you got shut the fuck down. I hope I, I hope that you're out of business now. Uh, it was everybody stupid as that, that Detroit guy. Yeah, you know what I'm nice. talking about? The, the guy in Detroit that's like
0: yeah
2: always wears the body armor and he's like yeah
1: Detroit God. urban survival, yeah, yeah, urban yeah, survival. Man, that's nice. yeah, Detroit Dark, Urban Survival Survival training.
2: Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy anyway. Th- this was every bit as stupid as that. These guys, it was like some some fucking hybrid trauma gunfighter course where they were they were like Burning that, doing mag dumps, and like the guy would come over and duct tape one of their hands, and like spray them with fake blood,
1: and and then they had to transport a casualty.
2: If you're gonna like, do okay.
1: any team training for medical? It should be moving a casualty, working a casualty, communicating vital. Well, but it got better. It got better. Okay, it got better.
2: These guys weren't actually treating a casualty though. Like because they 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 were the casualties, but they had to stay in the gunfight. So they had to stay in the gunfight. That makes sense. And so so you're you're having to like you're duct taping a dude's hand up. So now he's having to run his friggin' rifle like one handed, and buddy also has to like everybody on his team is fucked up like this. Man, yeah. this is this That's is time
0: to GTFO. When your whole team's like, there's no
2: th- there's no reality here there's no reality with any of this
1: has like have these I've guys had guys had deer get shot by a high powered rifle before because that's right. a good example yeah. of what's gonna happen like, dude I
2: I've I mean taking casualties you're not sure what's been a casualties. casualty you know what the first thing that happened to me when I was well aside from getting drug out of the way uh, for so everybody else could move around me was they took my fucking weapon away. they took my weapon away. They're like here you go here's you you know our, our medic here's here's your fentanyl pop it's gonna taste nasty duct tape it to my hand medical tape it to my hand stuck it in my mouth you know I'm laying on my back and and the reason they do that is so it'll fall away when you pass out you know dude, you, you take their weapon away because they're going into shock. Like this is these things are dumb. You're you're and what it is. And they were filming the whole thing and put it up on YouTube. Why did they do that? Because it was sales, baby. They want to make it look cool. You want to be the star of the show. You want to be the coolest guy on the block. Except all of the shit is bad tactics, man. All of it. And I brought that up because when I see them, the mesh networking thing, right? When I see that, when I see people wearing their fucking cool guy gear I'm wearing I'm a cool guy gear, and I'm gonna make a video about running a drone in a tactical environment. Even though I've never actually done it for real, and I'm gonna tell you, you don't even need to learn skills like small unit patrol, you don't need to learn any of that. Just get a drone, especially a DJI. Even though I don't know what a DJI is actually even transmitting, Blah. right? Look, man, like you. Let's let's be honest. With what you're doing here? You're trying to be a fucking influencer. Nobody should ever take anybody, any of those people, fucking seriously. Never, never. Because you give him bad advice. You give them bad advice. This is, I mean, you know, this is. That's what I was saying about, you know, at least a lawyer had to go to law school, right? Pass the bar. At least a doctor had to go to medical school, right? They had to, they had to show, demonstrate competency. It's the same way with the tactical world, man. You know, you, what did you do? Like, do I think that that you had to be the the coolest guy on the block in order to teach people something solid? No, no, I don't, man. But at the end of the day, though, you better have something under your belt, something more than, oh, I fucking bought some gear down at the, you know, off of Amazon or down at whatever fucking store and put it on. And I think I can fucking teach people tactics now. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Not when we had two wars going on where you know you, you could have at least done something to prove and, and I'm saying to teach, by you the way. Not guy. to get out there and do something. That's nah, that different story. Everybody needs to be getting out there training. Absolutely. Uh but do it the right way. Don't be doing this
3: stupid shit. No, no, going out there and, and to be able to train, like you have to have at least some, some bone feet behind you. Like you, you have to have something. Where like you know all right well i was here for doing whatever but i never actually did it for real but in theory it, it, it to a point yeah. there are certain things that allow you to do that that's all right because it's a training area that may not be act. i don't want to say activated but like that you would encounter so often like for example medical for a lot of things like maybe You, you, you. Odds are you're not, particularly in this environment. You're not going to experience this. But you've done all this training, and you've done this, and you've trained fellow people, and you've done it, whatever. And again, for me as a civvy, I look. I'm just here on on the ride, and and just and learning from from all the people around me. But I think that, yeah, from someone who is a civilian approaching training, you want to have that kind of that thing that you can grab on that's legitimate. And I think you can tell early on when you're training with someone that the thing they did isn't exactly what they did. Like when I first started training with scout, it was very clear that it was like, Oh, this is the real deal. Like this is, this is how this works. Um, there were other students that I've met in, in, in the past that, have trained other people who haven't gotten that feel. And it turns out they haven't done that thing. So I think having those money feed behind you is, is important, but also just the practical of like, you know what you're talking about. Like everyone on this podcast knows what they're talking about. And yeah. so I think that's really important when it comes to choosing who to train with and not just like the cool guy. Oh, he put out the best video or he put out the best graphics. or We did this. or he says, we're going to do this. Find the guy who actually will be like, hey, look, I did this, this, and this. <clears throat> here's why I think you should train for me. Not be like, I am G.I. Joe, cool guy, and you should train with me. <clears throat> and that's someone coming from the outside of, of, of um, you know, being a civilian and, and trying to find people to train with. I think that's the biggest thing I could say for people is find someone who is not trying to sell you a product, who's trying to say, hey, look, you should do this, and here's my experience. Because the guys who aren't like real or or, or genuine with it, they won't tell you about their experience. They'll try to sell you a product with some cool flashy graphics and videos. Yeah, and Scott, yeah. I know you know what I'm talking about. so yeah, it, it just like, it that's what it comes down to.
0: That's what most of the YouTube guys are. They're trying to sell you. something. <laughs> yeah, but, absolutely. You know, I, I see so many videos of these guys that just get on there and they look cool they ramble Bobby for cool 20 gear, minutes and they ramble and they talk about sling maneuvering and like just dumb it's hard shit. To wrap your head around it's like life. dude what 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 are you even talking about like what they're fucking filling airtime
1: dude they're trying to get that, views per that extra ad roll and they, they that's what it is they're trying to get views the extra per minute ad. where you're trying to average like 15 to 20 minutes of view time per video yep yeah. And that's like the magic goal. So they fucking ramble on and then they'll, and, they'll put out 10 more videos and I get it. I mean, if you know, you're trying to hustle a buck, I mean, whatever, but you know, it's a free country, but if you're selling bad information that yeah. Ukrainians slaughtered by the thousands, maybe yep. don't look yep. at that as like tactical, you know? Yeah.
3: Like maybe, maybe you're, just just, you're just a piece of shit. Like maybe you're just getting people killed to get people killed. So like <clears throat> that, that was the yeah. biggest thing yeah. I saw. when people, a lot of people were like Robertson articles and videos during the the beginning of the Ukraine conflict was shit that like at that point I had like three or four years of doing some kind of classes, basically almost like uh, 85% with scout. Yeah. I'm just like, that's just not, no, you just don't do that. Like that's dumb. And you would watch these guys who would do this training class. And then a week later be like, Oh, this place was bombed because they detected a cell phone signature. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's why can, you just got 40 people. I
2: can people tell killed. you, I can tell you and I can tell the world now that, that you know, the right people are paying attention. And so, you know, that's that's why, like, like you know, an American partisan, what I've written about over the years, brushbeater.org, you know, and, and uh, put out over social media. I don't care if it, it's a heat magnet. I don't care if it you know, hurts some some 18 year old airsoft kids fucking feelings. You know, I, I don't give a shit. I'm telling you the truth and and you can either take it or leave it. I really don't care. Uh it doesn't matter. As I told somebody on the forum the other day, I didn't get to where I've got because I'm nice. Um, you know, it that's yeah. not it no. I'm gonna tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. You know, this is, you know, quit, quit with the widgets, quit with the, the whiz bang. Let's, let's, you know, uh, have all the cool guy things focus on the basics. Realize that all this other stuff, the, these ancillary things are called enablers for a reason. That is, they enable us to do things to enhance the basics, that skill level that we already have. Don't look at that as anything other than what it is. All right, And, and, you know, okay. Drones. Yeah. That's a reality. All right. But also the reality is now the New York times wrote about this just a couple of days ago, put that article up the life expectancy of a drone pilot at the small unit level. So we're talking, you know, the, the, uh, lightweight man, portable drones, that weight class, what's commercially available. Yeah, it, it's their life expectancy is pretty damn short. Why? Electronic warfare. Right? What I've been talking about. What I'm writing a book about right now. That's exactly fun. what's happening. So okay. And, and if you don't have a mastery, at least at least a cursory knowledge. Not a, not even a mastery, but a cursory knowledge of the threat in electronic warfare can in a contested environment. Is you gotta start thinking like a like like a gorilla. All right. And that doesn't mean you got to be you got to be looking like some cag door kicker and and you know flying out of Bagram to do all the things in the night, right? No, Absolutely. what that means is is that you look like everybody else, and so you can melt right back into the populace. Yeah, you can't get pit on you. That's what that means. You know, it, it, it's anyway, you know. Yeah, I would waste way too much time talking about it. Although I think it is productive for a lot of people to hear it. And maybe it does sound like a ranting a little bit. This is something I don't want to see. It's not see a rant. Our no. side getting shot. Yeah. You
3: know? Yeah. It, it, no, it's, it, it's, it's, it's it's not a rant. Really it, it's, 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 it's people having to hear the hard truth of what's going on. And, and again, I'm on the fringe of, 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 of all of this. And, and, and with what you guys do and, 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 what you've done and all this, but like people have to hear this because it, we're getting to the point where it's going to get our side killed a lot because they think that this is the answer. Everyone wants that turnkey answer as to, Oh, this is the end. No, it's not. It's going to get you killed. And if you haven't watched in the last year and a half of fucking videos out of Ukraine, then I don't know what to tell you because Ukraine has been the testing ground of this. And a lot of good people on both sides, good or bad, or whatever the fuck you want to hear, people on both sides have died I saw, because of not knowing this.
1: I saw a video that said the headline said something along the lines of: uh, "Small drones are so prevalent in Ukraine that they're putting up cages around the entrances to foxholes and and bunkers for the year." And I was like, well, that makes no sense because a small drone doesn't have very long range. And yeah. second, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of artillery missiles and rockets that do. So Dude, no. what the it, fuck is the cage on the bunker on the trench going to fucking do?
3: J, J, JP, if I told you the amount of drone videos, it if should I told you the wonderful. amount of
1: dr- now, like, the, the, the fact that it's even being written is out of control. It shouldn't the, even be an article. The,
3: the The amount of videos I've seen of FPV drones being flown into uh, tunnel entrances is actually absurd.
1: It, 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 these yeah, things that, just linger. It is high. I agree, it's high, but. Like, does it? Is it really going to make a difference? I mean, what's a bigger threat? A t- yeah, tr- I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if the,
3: the, 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 the
1: drone, like,
3: yeah, the cage is screaming out, "Hey, just hit me with 155." Yeah, you're right. But like, yeah. I I get their fear because I've seen so many videos that are terrifying to me of like dudes running down trenches, just an FPV drone behind them, and just like go static. You're like, oh, that dude is dead.
1: Yeah, that probably. dude is
3: in about four thousand bits. Yeah. It, Ukraine is terror it, if you're like if you really think that this everything that we're talking about is a potential
1: a hundred of them? oh god i bet it's exciting just watch
3: any of this video from Ukraine and realize that like the training paradigm that most people are operating in right now are is is, is just not good enough. It is so terrifying when you see these drone videos. And, and, and Matt, I'm sure you'll test well, this. What more? as a drone guy. Or, you're, not, I'm, you're not a drone guy, but as someone who does signals intelligence, it's not hard to get a beat on someone and then send one of those drones there. Ain't that yeah. hard? Yeah.
0: All right. Well, it's also not very hard to DF the drone, either. Because it's a Wi-Fi connection. Correct. Yes, you are or correct. I'll, and it has to be a Wi-Fi connection. You be able to pilot them into the trenches um nice. so and that's why the drone <laughs> yep. pilots are getting because they they have a Sigin guy sitting in a field with a ghillie suit on with a Sigin cool guy shit while the drones are attacking the trenches he's defing the drone guy and then the 155 shells come flying in and fuck up the drone operator or they send their drones in however they do it i'm not you know i'm not there so i don't know Regardless, yeah, the drone guys are getting hammered, and it's for a reason because they are so dangerous. Yep, course, control. Yep, maybe. And like the reason and that it's not
1: it drones time, like, that are killing the drones, I mean, it, they're probably using volleys of heavy artillery. Or, I mean,
2: well, they're what they're using. The, the use case for drones is <clears throat> is first observation, which as an observation enabler. You know, yeah, that that's his purpose. Like, yeah, it, it's good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also using it for the the exploitation value, uh, small payloads to drop munitions, and and we're talking at the the small unit level, right? So you know, we'll say grenades, company, company yeah. and below, right? Mm-hmm. So it's small. Um, and and I'll throw the next level at you: uh, the Lancets, right? Lancets the yeah. are building. Uh, Lancet drones, Um, these, the way that they're guided, they're loiter munitions. So they go up and they have a long flight time because they don't require much fuel. Uh, They have a a very light uh, munitions payload that's built into it, but this is a loiter munition. So it's just hanging out in a, a, a racetrack pattern over an area. And it has a spectrum analyzer and a sensor on board. It's preloaded to target a specific frequency and waveform. Meaning, and early on when they were fielding these, guess what they were targeting? Digital mobile radio. Yeah. They were targeting DMR. Because that's what the Ukrainians were using. So when the Russians started fielding the, and that's why they're not doing that anymore. When they were they were fielding the, uh, the Lancets first, because the Iranians wanted to test the equipment. You know, in, in the West, the media was saying, oh, well, you know, oh, they're using Iranian equipment because the Russians can't build, they can't keep up with what they're building. And well, that might be true to a certain degree, there, there might be a grain of truth in there, but the Iranians definitely want to test their new equipment because they were ramping up for the next phase of things, which we're seeing now in Israel. Right, so and and we're probably going to see the the next evolution coming out of this because they as soon as the Gaza thing is wrapped up, whenever whatever point that may be, um, I'm thinking that's going to happen before Christmas. But you know, again, we'll, we'll see. They're they're going to turn their attention to Lebanon. Um, that's that they because they they've seen they. That that's where they're going to be pointing things is at Hezbollah and the, the language is going to shift from we finished Hamas. Now we're coming after Hezbollah. Right. So um, anyway, but that aside, they wanted to make sure that their lancets were working. Right. So you could program these because this is what they do. They're loiter munitions that hang out in the air until they find that specific waveform that they're looking for. And that's what it's targeting. Right. That's what it's doing, and when it gets confirmation on that, and it's all based on the signal. Uh, so that's why the Ukrainians turned to using bursts of data over analog. That's why they did that, um, which is what they're doing now. The Russians were doing that. The Russians were going straight analog only. They they did, that's why you saw uh, a lot of bow things early on. You're not seeing as many now because they did not want to field the azart system the azart radio system is nxdn uh which used to be known as dpmr so nxdn uh-huh. is like a, the professional class um like uh, P- how p25 is the professional application of dmr it's it's different but they they both come from the same protocol um BPMR is the commercial variant, NXDN is the the professional application of it. Well, the Russian government bought that from Kenwood. That's what they use. That's what the the uh, that that's the digital protocol that the Azart radio system, which is their uh, small unit interteam radio, like basically the next generation of Singars, what we would think of as Singars. Uh, the ACIPs program, right? The the next generation of that for the Russians is the Azart radio system. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> I tell you all that. Why weren't they fielding that? Because NXDN on a waterfall looks very close to DMR. DMR. <clears throat> and so when you have, uh, when you have two signals that are operating in the same rough frequency space and they have a similar looking waveform you can actually end up having fratricide friendly
3: fire yeah friendly fire and,
2: and yep. so they they wanted to take every pain they could to avoid that because DMR has been fielded in Ukraine since 2014 since Donbass. you know and and so yep. the russians learned very quickly how to exploit that and and one of the workarounds to my knowledge, they were not able to break. Still haven't been able to break uh, AES 256, which is uh, you know the feature in in uh, DMR tier two, as well as tier three. But you don't have to break it. That that's the workaround. Is okay. I'm not going to divert all these assets to to trying to break that. I'll simply bomb you. And, yep. and we'll just kill the source. And that's not to say that they, there aren't backdoors that exist in it. I know of at least one that that does. Could they have exploited it? Maybe. I'm just telling you what I know for a fact. Uh, to my knowledge, what has been published, what it, what you know, what I know for an absolute fact is that that has happened. Uh, so it, it, anyway. Saying all that, running run along with that one, but, you know, it, it's just a consideration. And and at the end of the day, and I said this earlier today, Um, all of this, this, this whole game of unconventional warfare, small unit tactics, which is small unit tactics is not unconventional warfare to, to, they're not mutually exclusive. Uh, SUT is one component of UW, but UW is so, so. It's a big Venn diagram. It. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's the SUT is one direct action is one very small component of everything else that that when you don't put it into that mosaic, you know, it, it it falls flat. Violence doesn't doesn't exist in free space. So point is, though, behind that is is that we have this deep misconception of, you know, where that actually fits. Like there's a training and indoctrination program that you have to put your trigger pullers through. Like here's, here's the deal, man, just because, you know, homeboy shows up with, with a rifle and a smile. That don't mean we're going doing, doing the shooting and looting together. Okay. Uh, uh-uh. I don't know who the fuck you are. I, I don't, I don't trust you. I don't know. Yeah. Like every, every successful gorilla outfit has always had a lengthy indoctrination process to it. Yep. Every single one of them, you know, again, look, we we talk about the Contras if you want, you know, that's one example. Look at communist guerrillas. Like, you know, every, every one of the communist guerrilla organizations out there has been very successful at the t- recruitment and indoctrination process and basic training of their recruits. How did they do that? You know, the IRA, how did they do that? They didn't just let anybody in. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, Seamus, I want to join the IRA. All right. Hey, man, cool. You're in. No. No. Dude, no. No. It's not how any of this stuff works. You know, the government doesn't work that way. You don't just get to go to basic training and then, you know, next day you're fucking tier one trigger puller. You got to do some shit to work your way up the chain, man. You got to prove yourself multiple times before you even get considered. You know, it, it's it like that, that's the thing, man. It's just it some of these guys out there like they're they're living in the fantasy land and by the time I'm put this out there too by the time things get so bad that they get to a point where you know you you're just taking anybody that's where you're like Ukraine today where they got a bunch of old men sitting in an auditorium knowing that they're about to die in a pretty horrible way because that's that that's dire situation. You know that's that's Nazi Germany in 1945. That's that's Imperial Japan in 1945, where this is it, boys. Like this, all you got. You you do not want to end up in that position. So you know, anyway. But again, a a lot of this, a lot of what you see online, and you know, we've had almost an hour now talking about this stuff. Take it take it with a big grain of salt. Especially if it exists only for entertainment value, it's probably dumb. It's probably wrong. It's probably bad advice. Um, You know, and, and when in doubt, consult somebody, you know, consult somebody who might, maybe might know what they're talking about. And we'll set you straight. Uh, We'll set you straight. There's a lot of bad information on the internet. And, and a lot of it is purposefully put out there too, by the way.
0: That's why I like Clay Martin.
2: Yeah, Clay's my buddy. He Boy, made me laugh
0: when I was like, "I don't give a fuck what the soft guys have <laughs> on their guns," and he put that uh, the GIF up from uh, Batman from Bane. It's like, "Do, do you feel in charge? <laughs> do you feel in charge?" And I was like, whoa, "Whoa, whoa, Clay, look, man, I didn't mean you, buddy. I, I meant these other fucking clowns that everybody else is pointing out. These guys, yeah. they crack Let's me give up. Give you dude. power like, over me? So yeah, some people <laughs> think like." Man, these guys, you like, just need my to carry buddies, 70 like, pounds of gear everywhere, buddy. They're like, bro, you'll be fine. Did you see so and so's video? And I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about that video. I don't.
1: <laughs> just it's carry stupid. all the gear.
0: I was like, dude, like, your rifle's fine. I've shot it. You've shot it. It we zeroed it. It's good. You got a good optic, you got a good rifle. why, why are you trying to reinvent the wheel, pal? How many more
2: times can we talk about an AR 15, though?
0: Exactly. Really? I keep telling all all my boys, I'm like, guys, just what you got is totally fine. I mean, get good with it.
2: How many more times can we talk about AR 15? How many more times do we talk about an AK? How many more times? I mean, like, dude.
0: Gangsters kill each other with worse shit every day. Yeah. They're killing boys. each other with high points and fucking rusty old twenty-two magnum. Well, roll. let's
3: no, 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 no. Let's yeah. debate you know I mean? between like, the five, five, six, 55 and sixty-two grain, and the 70s. It's like, shut, shut up, just shut up, please. Does it kill at right. four hundred yards? Then okay, that's cool. Like,
2: like a thing thing I saw earlier today is a little cartoon with a uh, little little meme, like sniper two generations ago.
1: Oh, oh man, yeah, I, I, saw I saw that. I saw that. I saw that.
2: Oh man, I got I got a rifle.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, whatever
2: it said. And, and, and like I got I my my scope is scratched up, but that's what we'll use to aim. It's okay. like the top barrel
1: twist is nine point seven five and I'm supposed yeah. to have eleven point two.
2: Yeah like... that was the other one the other one was like I can't hit <laughs> anything it's the <laughs> <a> wrong barrel <laughs>
1: twist. Like you're literally <laughs> giving me a headache. Oh my God. <laughs> Just fire a shot. Give me a win reading. Is the elevation good? Fire again. Holy fuck! I gave you the wind reading. Pull the trigger. Like so like,
3: ridiculous.
1: on. Like, <laughs> when when uh, when I get
2: um, I get my buddy Jason on uh, from Wyotac. I have him on hopefully next week. Hopefully he was, he was out in Montana. Now hopefully we we'll get him on next week. But. Um, yeah, something we're we gonna joke about. We had a little we had a little back and forth about that that was pretty comical while I was out in Montana. But um anyway, final on fight on a little bit in the show, man, is we, we have gone two hours on this one <laughs> but, uh, in a good way.
3: In a good yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, I think it's
2: really appropriate on Thanksgiving, uh coming into Thanksgiving. Of course, this is the night before Thanksgiving. It will be Thanksgiving by the time uh the show posts. And uh, we'll just do a quick roundtable things that that you're thankful for uh, in this year.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll start. Um, First off, thanks for Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you very much. I appreciate everything you've given to me and all the blessings you've given me. Thankful to the guys around me, the people who are standing here and sitting here at their computers. Um, Honestly, I can't I can't ask for for better people. And, And. I can't thank everyone enough for the support that American Partisan has had. Um, when you guys click on the ads, click on the links, click on the 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 Amazon links, everything is going to support us. Um, and the support has been incredible. Uh, it, it, you know, when when when, when Scout started this, and then I and I joined on a little on in, in the process, we we couldn't imagine. Well, Scout did. Scout always had this vision, and and I was just like, "Hey, man, I'm here for the ride," and and that's been consistent for for at this point, damn near five years, right? Yeah, and yeah, almost six years. May May of next year will be six years. Uh, I can't thank y'all enough for the support you've shown us, for reading the articles, for sharing the articles, for when you go to buy something, if you're going to buy ammo, you buy through our affiliate link. Don't cost you anything, like. All of that goes through hosting. You know, there's a hitting cost with American Partisan uh, with with hosting and all the add-ons that we have and all the cool widgets you see. There's an add-on to that. And the AP community has been generous for as long as I've been here um, supporting that. So just thank you very much. I hope you all have a very blessed Thanksgiving when you're hearing this. You might be hearing this right now in a turkey kiln, so you might not hear it. I don't know. Um, you know, it, uh, just for the record, I've been behaving myself tonight, you know, uh, just saying. Uh, and I'll behave myself tomorrow. But uh, in all seriousness, man, thank you so much for the support. Really appreciate it. And I'll pass it on to my other guest.
1: Um, if the Lancet drone was originally designed to target DMR and tested in Russia, that means they could pretty effectively wipe out our entire emergency services in the continental united states and it's proven uh tactics and, and i just learned something and i'm mm-hmm. thankful oh. for my friends yeah yeah and without the ap crew i would not have that knowledge and i am thankful for my personal life for my friends and family and the neighborhood that i live in and and, and I think we're going to be okay, uh, but I think we're going to have a busy month.
0: Yeah. I am also thankful for my family and my friends, especially you, Johnny. I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks. Thanks, man. Johnny's like my no homo ride or die. So we're, uh, I'm glad we to got have big, him around. we got a
1: big plan. It's like huge. They're building Huge. some amazing stuff in. Uh, I, I, They're building amazing stuff. I can
3: Don't see.
0: Don't spill it. the beans.
3: I can. Um, I can see it from the. Loop. All right, well, just keep me in the loop, baby. I'm close,
1: so keep me in the loop. I want to be down with you. Boys. From the rooftop. I'm no. working on. We're building like Liberty Ship tier stuff. I can. I can see us like. I can see us building it. So. I mean, I think y'all know what that means. And if it if it's soft side, it means we're getting ready for a trade war. And if it's the hard side, it means we're getting ready for a war. So, yeah.
0: Well, I'm also thankful for uh, the AP crew, especially you, Scout, man. Like, you gave me a shot. You gave me two shots, opened the door to more shots. And those don't come around too often. So, I am thankful for all you guys. This, yeah, I uh, want to be clear. Uh, we're Man definitely a movement. We're more. We're more than just like uh, idiots on the internet. You know, we we do actually care about the people. Like when I teach, I actually care about you guys. Yep. I care about what I'm teaching. And, you and, and anyone who shit.
3: who's been to a Madman class or been to a Scout course should know that. Like we actually, we actively care about you guys. And and it, that that's the end of it. Is is we don't want to see good people come to a bad end because of bad information. And so kudos to the three people on here, JP, Madman, Scout, teaching the skills that need to be taught. And I think at the end of the day, you know, we're getting into strange times. We need to be thankful for the people we have around us. And we also have to set ourselves into a resolve to learn more. And I think, you know, these three people right here are a great place to start. So, I'll just say that.
2: Well, Yeah, I'm honored by that. Uh, Really. But, you know, it's... For anybody that's out there that, you know, is black-pilled, nothing ever happens, like, look, I hear you. But... I was working a full-time job. Yes. hmm You know, started <laughs> all of this stuff. I didn't have any script for what I'm doing. I just started it. Just start doing something. It took off. By the grace of God, it took off.
3: Yes, it did. Um,
2: you know, and, and it, it's it's original. It's breath fresh air, hopefully, uh, for some. I get told that a lot, you know, but but it's, this 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 whole thing right this whole thing is do something have a purpose behind what you were doing you know but do something you know, make your voice be heard um I'll say for for this year um most thankful most thankful always of course uh all the glory to God for my my incredible family that has stood behind me for all of this. Uh, if not for family, we, we are nothing. And um, you know, that's uh, that, that's if, and and I'm very fortunate in that regard to, to have an, an incredible family uh, that stands behind me and, and behind what I do. And um, you know, you, you don't find that very often. And a lot of people struggle with that. They, they struggle, I think more, with getting families on board who would rather just bury heads in the sand. The stuff is fantasy land type things, you know, Oh, whatever, nothing, nothing ever really happens. It's just bad things happen to people on TV, you know, whatever. And you're kind of learning now that nah, this is real. Um, I I think a lot more people are are, are realizing that um, rapidly. But uh, with that said, you know, Most thankful, of course, all all glory goes to that, but I'm, I'm extremely thankful for this audience, this community, the larger community, um, you took something and made it a wild success, uh, beyond any, any expectation, uh, any, you know, Fever dream that I ever could have had that the, you know of, of what a success, uh, a, a simple handbook written as as a guide for asymmetric warfare, for you know utilization of proper utilization of, of if you only had an analog radio where you're on, you're finding things in every corner of the world, and if that's all you have, and for a lot of people that's reality. Here's how you use it. All right, it's not the best, it's not the latest and greatest. Those ain't the good, ain't the best at all things. Okay, um, here's how you use it. It ain't a ham radio book. It ain't, you know, it it it's it's not how to get on a repeater with all your your uh, turd burglar sad ham friends. That's not that's not what it's about. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's not. But uh, it did resonate with a lot of you out there. And so nearly 35,000 copies sold in a year's time. Um, never, ever, ever could have thought that uh, it would do that well. And it launched so many other incredible things. Uh, in less than a year's time, the uh, brushbeater.store, has been able to grow from me literally selling field
3: manuals,
2: field manuals out of my uh, out of my house, you know, and, and packing them up and and having stacks of them in my home office, to you know now actually having a, a small warehouse space, selling equipment, selling radios, um, moving into custom knives. Yeah, maybe 2024 will hold some some production knives, because uh, a lot of you have reached out to me like, man, the designs are really cool, but I can't afford custom knife prices. Yeah, I get it. Um, you know, it it look I I completely understand. These are not made for the masses. All right, these are these are custom blades. So we're gonna work on some production stuff, but uh, night vision, thermal, all all of that's coming you know, and, and, um, those, those projects, uh, but the, the IR lasers are there. None of, but, but what I'm saying is this is that none of these things would have been possible without your support from the beginning. You know, you, you made a relatively obscure book become a number one bestseller for almost a year now. Um, and, and keeps it there. And, and that is really, really incredible. And, um, you know, it, it's, that's so special. This audience is incredible. This the, this this family that we've built is is really incredible. And last last certainly not least, um, I'm really thankful for twelve years that I got to spend with a, a wonderful dog. And
3: um, yes, yeah,
2: but uh, anyhow, you know she was she was something
3: she was a sweet our, girl
2: our dogs our dogs keep us you know they they are our best friends but uh anyway anyway with that said guys uh great great episode black friday last certainly not least got to be talking a little bit about black friday yep uh after mm-hmm. thanksgiving black friday cyber monday I'm going to go on and put the word out now, up to 40% off. Everything in the store is going to be on sale. Everything, everything, la di da everybody, right? And so we have up to 40% off on everything. A lot of the books and field manuals are going to have a pretty serious discount on them uh, for Friday through Monday. Uh, Friday through Monday. So books, the books, field manuals, radios are going to be discounted. Um, T-shirts, logo gear, that's all going to have pretty healthy discounts as well. So whole lot on the store and a lot of products uh, that I would love to put in your hands out there. So uh, anyway, a lot of people were asking, A lot of people want to know, hey, man, you're doing a Black Friday sale. Yes, sir, I am. And uh, this is going to be a really good way to get some cool gear. Uh, Less expensive than than, uh, less money than you would be normally spending. So uh, anyway, we're also going to have up a bunch of Black Friday deals for our affiliates and advertisers. Throughout the day on Friday and going into the weekend and of course on Cyber Monday. So, um, you know, going to be a good way to knock out all of your Christmas shopping in one fell swoop. Because, man, I hate Christmas shopping.
3: And I'll say this. We have everything from, from, from gun parts. To guns from Palo uh, Alto State Armor, we got, uh primary arms, we got optics, we got long-term food storage, the ready store, nutri- uh, the nutrient survival, whatever you want, we have out there. And if you're looking for a certain product and you want to support AP, just, you can see on our site, you have the affiliate link, click on that, it won't cost you anything, it'll help pay for the site. And it will help support us and our cause. And thank you so much for doing so.
2: Definitely. Definitely. So, from our family to yours, happy Thanksgiving. Get out there. Eat all the turkey, ham, carbs. Take it all down. Wash it down with something tasty. Something that get you feeling good. Celebrate the time like you me. Have, Make those memories. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm going to be doing it, too. I was just busting your balls. No, I know oh, you man. are. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be hitting some of that, some of that good wine, some of that good wine. Wash, wash down. Get, get the tryptophan going.
3: Yes, get sir.
2: We'll watch some football. Pass out on the couch.
3: It's gonna be awesome. Amen to that. They get
2: up on Friday and try and get out here and, and work it all off. Anyway, got <laughs> you try to you got to burn them calories all right guys have a happy thanksgiving and we'll talk to you again very very soon cnc scout out